Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now it's time to get funky. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Freeze! Everybody clap your hands. Come on, y'all. Cha-cha real smooth. Turn it out. To the left. Take it back now, y'all. One hop this time. Good morning. One hop this time. Monday morning. It is Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Look at that sun shining outside our Amherst studios. Hopefully it's going to be a great week. It's going to be a short week for me as I mentioned on Friday, and I will probably mention every day this week, uh, and I know it's annoying to a lot. I know a lot of you don't want to hear it. I know a lot of you get annoyed. You stopped following me on social media because that's all I do is talk about it. But we are four days away from Virginia Tech football kicking off, and I know you might not care about that, but I care about getting back to events, getting back to a packed stadium, um, just enjoying life, and I cannot wait until Friday night, 6 o'clock, and uh, if you follow me on social media, believe me, you will be seeing a lot of posts that day. An exciting weekend here in western New York. I saw a lot a lot of people went to the Beyond Van Gogh over the weekend. Like I said, I went there on Thursday. What a great um, experience. And like I said, for someone like me, who is not a fan of art, okay? I'm not, I, I'm not a, an art connoisseur, okay? I don't go and look at a lot of art. I really enjoyed it. So if someone like me enjoys it, I'm sure most people will enjoy that. So you had that going on over the weekend. You had the state fair, if anyone made it out to Syracuse. Uh, You had the Bills. You had fans at Highmark Stadium taking in the Bills game. And the uh, preseason Bills looking pretty good. Josh Allen uh, playing a full half. Preseason's over. Games that don't count are over. We are now ready for games that count toward the playoffs, that count toward the record starting up next Sunday, not this Sunday, not the Sunday six days from now, no, the Sunday 13 days from now, and we'll be excited here in Western New York to finally see our Buffalo Bills in front of a packed stadium, our Buffalo Bills playing toward the Super Bowl. They are 
a Super Bowl favorite for some. Some are picking them to go all the way. A great team we have right down the street in Orchard Park, New York. And you know what? For 17 games, nine of them at home, uh, it won't ma- it won't matter that they're playing at Highmark Stadium. We don't have to talk about a new stadium. Let- let's put all that aside. Great time to do yard work, by the way. Great time to do yard work right in the middle of the show. Um, throw all that away for the next few months, and we can talk about a new stadium in, you know, March. Let's let's focus on football now. So exciting times here in Western New York and also exciting times for students getting back to school. Now, we talked on Friday. If you joined me when I filled in for Tom last Wednesday, we talked about the mandates in the schools and, you know, my feelings on that. I know your feelings on that. And this is something Brian and I might talk about tomorrow. But there is a Seattle area school official who is saying, in the mandates, let COVID run its course. And that could be a very interesting conversation. But I'm going to save that one for BMAS when he gets back and joins us tomorrow. What I want to talk about today is kids getting back to school. And it brings up, it brings up one thing uh, right now. As teachers today are in their classrooms, getting their classrooms all set, uh, I know after work today, I'll be heading and helping Katie put her classroom together for the school year. But the problem is we have a severe bus driver shortage. And I want to I know, why do we have this short bus driver shortage? Is it because of the unemployment reward that's continued to go that New York State is probably going to up again. Did I say unemployment reward? I'm sorry, additional unemployment. Um, Is it that or is driving a bus just not that great of a job? So I'm asking for bus drivers out there, school bus drivers out there, to tell me about your experience as a school bus driver at 803-0930. I also want to know, tell me about your worst job ever. What is the worst job you've ever worked? Maybe you lasted a day. Maybe you lasted four hours. What was the worst job you have worked? Maybe it was while you were in high school, in college. Maybe it was your first job out of college. You thought you were really going to like it. That might be the, 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 most, the biggest letdown. Something you went to school for. You work to get that degree. You graduate. You're thinking, wow, look at this. I'm, I'm in my career path. I'm in. This is what the last 16 years finally got me was this first job. And it turned out to be awful. So what is the worst job you've worked? And I also want to hear from school bus drivers. 803-0930, tell me about your experience driving a bus. Because I'm looking at it this way. It's got to be, it's, it, it's got to it's gotta wear on your patience, right? And I don't have many patients. So I can think of, you've got a school, a school bus full of children, right? Yelling. I know student Joe Beamer back in elementary school, back in Hornell, New York, I would make paper airplanes and throw them out the window of the school bus. Now, the school bus driver would then have to stop the bus and come tell me that was wrong and move me to the front of the bus so they could keep an eye on me. So I, I, can, I, I know it's got to be a difficult job because on top of all that, you've got to keep your eyes on the road. You've got to actually drive the bus. You've got, you've got, for the younger kids, you've got to know who gets off where. 
I mean, just a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. So what is, what is it being a school bus driver? And, and maybe there's a joy of being a school bus driver, getting to interact with the youth of America, getting to interact with parents. Maybe I'm looking at it all wrong. Because when I was a kid, and I'd like to know your, your um, experience with this as well. When I was a kid, I was not a fan of taking the bus. Not a fan at all of taking the bus to school. Now, you would think, Joe, you were throwing paper airplanes out the windows. You must have ha- been having a heck of a time. Not really. Because you have to be on a schedule. You get to school early, and you just sit in the cafeteria until class starts. I was never a fan of taking the bus. right? And, and lucky for me, I didn't have to take the bus for long because my parents live a block from the Amherst Middle School and two blocks from the high school. So I was walking by sixth grade. So I didn't have to take the bus for long. So my experience was limited. And I'll also be honest, I didn't take the school bus much when we came to Amherst. So for fourth and fifth grade, I wasn't taking it much to Smallwood. But I want to know the difficulties of being a school bus driver, but maybe the joys of being a school bus driver as well. And also the worst job you've ever worked. I will tell you about my worst job experience. It's a job that I haven't told many people I worked because I only worked it for a day and it was bad. It was bad. It, it was it was an experience. And this was while I was looking for a second job to another job. And you never want that second job to be the brutal job, right? You're not going to stay there. If you're looking for a little extra money on the side, a little extra income to maybe uh, have some more play money, as I call it, um, you're not going to take a difficult job for that, right? 803-0930, star 930. We are going to start out in Hamburg and talk with John. John, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, John. Tell us about the school bus driver. Well, my father is the school bus driver. Right now he's 78. He's been driving school bus for 15 years. He uh, he loves the job. I mean, he loves the kids. He loves the interaction. Um, it, the problem is, is the bus companies, they demand so much of the bus drivers above and beyond, and they don't want to pay them for the above and beyond. And it's just like he has to, like with COVID going on right now, you know, every kid on the bus has to be seated. He has to do a seating chart. Then he has to keep track of who is by who. And then if there's anybody sniffling and sneezing, um, that's that part of it. And then the other part of it is you can't discipline these kids. If you do, they bring you down in the office. Oh, you, you insulted little Timmy. You know, not that I'm insulting Timmy's, but um, it's, just, um, it's just a brutal double-edged sword. Yeah, that, that would be the thing that I think would be difficult for me because I love driving. As you know, I tell all my stories about road trips. I like driving, but it's the paying attention to the, to the, to the road while you're also trying to discipline or at least keep everyone in order that's on the bus on top of making the stops. I mean, you're really doing three jobs in one. Yeah, you're babysitting. And then and the other aspect of it is if you if get, get to the school late for some unforeseen reason, the principals go down on the bus drivers, not after anything else. It's, it's not the variables that are in place are not because of the bus driver. You know, it's just it's just it's, it's the, the bureaucracy of the whole thing that um, that takes that, that takes the fun out of it for some people. I mean, the pay is OK, but you get a whole summer off and you do collect unemployment during the summer for it. But it's just it's just it, there's too much control on it. And now with everything going on with um the virus and the vaccine mandates and everything for the kids on the buses and everything. Now the problem is uh, 
they're stacking these buses full. So my dad's going to have 53 kids on a bus, but yet they're all supposed to social distance. How do you social distance on a bus? Why, yeah, and that, that adds a fourth job there because now you've got to be the social distancing police while, again, while driving, while making sure everyone stays in their seat. John, do you think if, because you said, you know, you mentioned the pay. Do you think if pay was increased, we might, that might cut into this uh, bus driver shortage? I think it would help. Um, I think the biggest thing is just, you know, like my dad gets out of work. If he gets done, he takes the bus back to the yard. He's, he's required to clean that whole bus on his time. Wow. You know, right. He has to check the bus, clean the bus. I mean, there's just a whole bunch of duties that they don't they don't pay for. And then at the end of the year, a couple, you know, if there's a vacation or a holiday or a long, long time off, they have to take it back to the head bus yard because they, they have sporadic bus yards around. They have to take it back to the head bus yard and then, you know, get a ride back to their car that's at the other one on their time. Well, now let me ask you this. Does he work for one of those companies that rent out the school bus where he could make some extra money? No, this is, he, he works for a actual company. Okay. The, the school district actually subs this bus company. Okay. All right. Well, John, thank you for that insight. There, there's a few things I did not know there. I appreciate the call. That's John in Hamburg. And he says, you know, maybe if they increase the pays, but also the duties. I didn't realize that a lot of the stuff they have to do they do on their own time, especially having to draw, find a ride back to your car and you have to pay for that. So you have to find the Uber, you have to find the ride, and that's going to cost you money as well. If the pay's not there, if the pay doesn't equal the, the job, I, I, again, it's it, it's got to be very difficult, right? You know, following the road, Having, you know, because I, I can tell you having annoying people in your back seat for just a quick mile down the road is annoying. And that's in a sedan. So I can't imagine if you have 50 some kids on a school bus, you've got to keep everyone in order. You've got to make sure people get off the bus at the right stops. And you've also now with the pandemic have to make sure that kids are staying socially distanced while you're driving the bus. Right. While you're making the stops like Kramer. When he was uh, taking the, uh, the person and their finger to the hospital, he kept making the stops. And Jerry said, you kept making the stops. Well, they kept ringing the bell. See, you have to do all these things while you're, while you're still driving the bus. And, and the most important part, let's be honest, is safely driving the bus. So it, it's a lot of multitasking. And uh, then to also have to worry if, oh, if you say something, if you call a student out, then you're going to get called out. It just seems to be a job where you're on edge more than not. 803 0930, star 930. That's the number. Beth is in Lancaster. Beth, good morning. Hi, good morning. Um, my situation is that I left my office job and it had to do with COVID. I mean, I think we're all, you know, hearing uh, everybody blame COVID. I'm kind of sick of hearing it, but I always worked in an office. Uh, enjoyed what I did and then we got retired to the house and it became increasingly difficult it became very um, isolated uh, and I, I'm done as of July I stepped away so I needed something that really makes you know my heart happy you know let's let's be a school bus driver so I'm in the process of going through becoming one for one of the um, school districts so there's eight weeks of unpaid training. 
I have to get a, well, physical and a drug test, which is understandable. I have to get a CDL, I'm looking at my thing, a CDL Class B with passenger uh, permits, which then they'll take me for a practice or for my test. I'm looking at a very fat manual that says commercial driver's manual for all these different um, licenses. They tell me that I will be inspecting the bus on my own, going through with a chart, making sure everything's working. Afterwards, everything needs to. So it's really involved to become a school bus driver. That's something. Now, how long is all that going to take you? Eight weeks. Eight weeks. And when did you start? Well, I have to get my, I had an interview like last week. And ideally, I will have my permit in the next week and a half. And then it will be eight weeks of unpaid training. Oh. And then you get a, um, a uh, you become a sub, $19 an hour. But if you get your own route... Then you go to $24 an hour, which is not ever guaranteed. Right. You have a broken schedule, which is great. I'm looking forward to that. This school district is not paid over holidays or the summer. So you'll find your, you know, I will find myself doing something different over those breaks. So it's not easy and it's not appealing. Oh, and then there's probably a lot of kids on the bus because the bus driver shortage. Right. So you're everybody has to take a larger route. We're talking about a part time job, right? Because you 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 don't work holidays, you don't work summers, you don't work breaks. So this is really a part time twenty four an hour. Well, it's yeah, it gets to be. I guess it's thirty thirty five hours when you're a sub, twenty five to thirty hours when you are have your own room. Then you can pick up other things. You can pick up uh, field trips, things like that. But, yeah, I don't know. Is it appealing to your average person when they're advertising for we need school bus drivers? It's not a full-time job, and it's not easy to get the job. That's now the, But in order to, to actually get your license and then afford that unpaid training, yeah, because yeah. I'm going to tell you this. The, the one thing that sounds appealing about what you're saying compared to um, John describing his father's situation is that there is that opportunity for extra income, like field trips, like weekend activities. So you do still have that chance. Maybe, you know, you, you get one extra job, you know, one extra trip every other week, you know, kind of to supplement those holidays that you're not guaranteed the pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Well. Beth, I am telling you this now, and I will remember this. When you uh, when you have gone through this training, the unpaid training, I want you to follow up. I'm going to keep this call in my folder, and I want you to follow up with after, how you feel after all the training. Well, they did take me for a little dry run. You know, do you like driving this bus so that if you're scared away or if they don't sense that you could be successful – then, you know, you wouldn't go forward. So I did do that. Where did you drive it? In a parking lot or on the actual street? No, in a, in a parking lot. Okay. No, no right-hand turns, only left. Oh. Making a right-hand, well, for now, making a right-hand turn is a really big deal. Sitting in that seat and air brakes and turn them on and turn them off and four mirrors each side. Make sure you see the back, the side. It's. And there's no children on the bus. 
Well, Beth, you're a better person than I, because after all of that, I would have said, this sounds real intense. I'm going back to the radio. Well, I think that's why you don't have a lot of bus drivers. I think that was... I think you've answered the question (laughs) very in detail, Beth, and I appreciate it. (laughs) Have a good day, too. Thanks, you too. That's Beth in Lancaster. She is in the process of getting it. And we are going... I'm I'm 100% honest. When she is done with her training... I want Beth to call back. I am going to isolate that phone call. So when she calls back, we remind the listeners of what her experience was up to this point. But that does not sound overly appealing. You know, I look at, hey, can I get overtime? Oh, that'd be great. Um, Am I guaranteed this every week? That would be great. But you have to put all this up front, and someone texted in, a CDL license is expensive if you don't already have one, plus the unpaid training. 803-0930, that's the number. We're talking to you after this on BMAZ and Beamer. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome back. Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. The crew is back tomorrow. Brian will be back from his long weekend in uh, the Big Apple, New York City. We'll hear how that trip went, how vaccine passports. Now, I know he didn't need one to get into the wedding he went to. Let's see if he um, went into the city at all and see what his experience with that was. I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. Also, that thing in Seattle that I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, where a uh, school board member 
is saying that we should let COVID run its course and end the mandates. We will talk about that, I'm sure, uh, throughout the week. But today, we are talking about the bus shortage. And just to put this in perspective, this is not a Western New York-only thing. This is also going on around the country. Chesterfield County in Virginia uh, is right now having a press conference, and they are raising the bus driver pay and also introducing bonuses to recruit new drivers. So this is not just a Erie County thing, not just a Western New York thing. This is going on nationwide. And we are seeing, like I said, in Chesterfield County, we are seeing the pay go up, bonuses be added, trying to get some drivers recruited. And we might see that here. Who knows? Also asking about your worst job ever. What was the worst job you ever worked? Now, try to say it without saying the name. That's all I wanna, I'm asking. Please don't say the name of the place. Uh, but what was the worst job you worked? So talking about your experience as a bus driver and also talking about your worst job ever. And we are going to start in Niagara Falls and talk with John. Hey, John. Hey, good morning. How are you? Can you hear me all right? John, you sound great. Awesome. Thank you. You're the first person to say that today. Um, so I did drive a, uh, a school bus for a while. I was living down in uh, Newport News, Hampton, Virginia, around there. And they had a bus company that did the local pickups, but they also had the school contract. So I got on as a supervisor, and I got my, you know, I had my CDL, but I had to get my passenger and all that good stuff, and they had to train me. So I did all that. And when they need bodies, I don't care if you're the president of the company, you're going out on the road because... You know, 6 a.m., we got to leave, and we're all out there, and they're short five people, and they're putting the supervisors in the buses. So the problem with that is that, you know, you don't know the routes. So they're giving you a left-right sheet that you're supposed to drive the school bus and look down at this sheet and know you're going to make a left on Elm and a right on Maple. And it's, you know, kind of tough. So the trick is to get one of the kids that look, looks like he's not going to be trouble and he'll you know he knows the route he's been on it for a long time and you know you listen to him but sometimes you get a wiseacre and they would direct you into a cul-de-sac or a dead end or something like that and they'd all be laughing and you're, yeah that that would have been me john so i i have to admit that wasn't horrible but uh from that experience i can say i i, I if i had to pick a, the morning of the afternoons the morning you know the kids or half asleep when they'd board. In the afternoons, it was like they were handing out cups of cappuccino on the way out the door. Here you go, here's your coffee, here's your coffee. I'm like, it was just raucous. So I didn't love that too much. And um, But he asked about my, my worst job. The worst job? The worst job was, okay, so I was a garbage man. This is back on Long Island, where I'm originally from. And we this company offered backdoor service. So you would take a large landscaper's barrel and they'd be hung on hooks on the side of the truck, and you'd pull up to uh, little houses, and you'd go out in the backyard or up the side of the house, and you got to dump their trash into this landscape barrel and put it up on your shoulder, walk it out to the truck, and dump it, go to the next house or whatever it took. So I really kept in shape, I'll tell you that. But uh, I was so I was the new guy. I worked what they called shape up. So I come in in the morning and Louis called in sick or this guy was on vacation and that's where they would put you either for the day or for the week and you cover with that crew. So I'm green as grass. 
So I they put me with this one crew for a week. Middle of summer, it was like a Tuesday, and um, because I was the new guy, I got the worst barrel, the one that they always dread. So the, all the edges on the bottom were just nothing but holes. It was more holes than, than barrel. So I go to the one residence, and they must have had a huge uh, seafood party over the weekend. And so instead of being smart and just directing their hands out to the truck, taking an extra few minutes, I was like, oh, I could do this. I'm trying to be a tough guy. I was in my 20s. So I dump all this literal slop, fish juice. You can imagine what this was like in the middle of August. And oh. I put it all on. And as soon as I hoist it on my shoulder, it's already immediately running down my back, down my butt crack, into my boots. And it's just really just fish soup with maggots. Oh. And by the time I get out to the truck, I've got something in my eye. And I, I said, what the? And I said to the one guy, I said, Benji, I said, well, I have something in my eye. Can you see something? He goes, you got a maggot in your eye. I'm like, oh, my God. So nowadays, even on a bad day at my regular job, what I do now, as long as I don't wind up with a maggot in my eye, I'm happy. Oh my gosh, John! That sounds like an awful. Was that at least toward the end of the of the shift? No, no, it was in the morning. I had to live like that all day, and I'm 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 real like you know I'm very hygienic and everything. I just smell nice, and you got that. And all day long, I mean, I had to throw the boots out when I got home. It was just horrible. Oh my gosh, that is a day that I would probably relive. In agony for the uh, for the rest of eternity. I appreciate the call, John. That is John in Niagara Falls, and ooh, yeah. You know, if there's one situation you don't want to act like a tough guy in, it's the situation that could result in you being covered in trash for the rest of the day. Especially in August, any kind of food that someone throws away that would turn into a sloppy mess in the garbage can, you don't want that on you. Add the maggots, add the heat. That just sounds like. In awful, that would, yeah, uh, that would just be, that would probably be my last day. I would probably not even continue the route. Like I said uh, with, with Beth, I, I would probably have just said, thank you very much. This is the end of the road for me. Uh, I'll go back to something else. That just sounds <laughs> absolutely, I mean, I got physical, physically ill with him telling me the story. And I was just hearing it. I didn't have to smell it or experience it. But uh, I appreciate the call. Opens up a line for you at 803-0930. Let's go to Kyle in Amherst. Hey, Kyle. Hey, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing all right. What do you got for us? Uh, oh, I just want to say, by the way, Kramer was rescuing a pinky toe. Uh, pinky toe. That's right. Not a finger. Pinky toe. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I'm on my last kid in school, um, and we stopped uh, allowing our kids to take the uh, bus home in the afternoon i learned from the first uh my first one and then my second one there's just always problems on those afternoon buses uh the gentleman before talked about how everything's cool in the morning which probably makes sense because the kids are half asleep like you said but man those afternoon buses and especially if they don't have a, a bus aid on there it's havoc so i my has to go out to uh whoever uh you know the shortage they need to pay more that's for sure um, yeah, I'm you, telling you, man. And you've got, you know, right after school, you've been with your friends all day. So, you, you know, mm-hmm. the, the school day kind of hypes you up. And, you know, if it's anything like me, you may have had a Red Bull or a Monster Energy drink while you were in school. Uh, you get on that bus. Yeah, I, I'll i tell you, 
would, would you say raising the pay would probably be one of a few things? You'd have to probably offer some bonuses as well. And mm-hmm. it, it just, it, Kyle, I, I can't imagine a, driving a bus full of kids. Like I said, I get annoyed when there's people in the back seat and I'm just making a, a mild trip down the road uh, in a sedan. I can't imagine with a school bus full of kids. Well, I tell you, another thing they could do is hold the parents accountable for kids cutting up on a bus. Like, make it inconvenient. Like, if your kid cuts up, I mean, give them a chance or two. But after that, they got to be suspended for, like, a week or so, you know, to make the parents have to come do it, you know. And then then you'll see a little better uh, result as far as holding kids accountable for cutting up on a bus. I mean, I've heard so many stories that goes on afternoon buses. I mean, especially if there's no bus aid, you don't know what goes on in the back of the bus, man. It's just, I don't know, man. I, you know, the schools, I don't know what kind of measures they have for kids who – are rudely, but you you know there's got to be something that where the parents have to take a hit, you know. Yeah, kicked off the bus for a week or two, make the parents you know inconvenience their day, and then maybe uh, maybe they'll act a little, they won't be throwing those uh, uh, paper airplanes out the uh, window like I was. Paper tape balls at each other too, man. Those kids take those balls up with tape, man, and start chucking at each other. Oh man, it's terrible. Especially when you have all day to uh, to make some and throw them in your backpack. <laughs> Kyle, I appreciate the call, man. Have a good one. So much. That opens a line for you at 803-0930. Like I said, I'm not proud of throwing the paper airplanes, but that is something that is something that, hey, when I was a kid, I did. I thought it was funny to see at the light, throw the airplane, and then see how far that paper airplane would go. And then, you know, the school bus driver would yell at me and make me sit in the front and, you know, keep their eye on me. I wasn't, you know, again wasn't the best behaved kid, but I can't imagine now as a school bus driver having to put up with that. Let's go to Tim in Orchard Park. Hey, Tim. Hey, how you doing? I'm all right. What do you got for us? I just want to say you're that kid I could pick out in the crowd. I know I could. Oh, that's probably very true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, I did a year of school bus driving and I absolutely loved it. It was the best job. Um, you know, I was in school at the time. You know, I was in my mid-20s. And uh, I, I had a great time. I put a radio on my bus, and uh, we listened to tunes. And if they were quiet, I'd let them listen to their channel. So it was pretty quiet. And it was in my neighborhood. That was the best part. I knew all of them, most of them or their parents. Let me. So, so you did this as a part-time job? It, it's only part-time, yeah. It's 20-some hours a week because it's, you know, two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon. What was your so you, so you said you'd play the music and if 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 they were acting well they could they could pick the station they were playing. What would be your punishment if you know someone was throwing paper airplanes out the window? They didn't. Like I said, I knew most of their parents. Uh, that would probably yeah that would help knowing the neighborhood. What was the most difficult thing though about driving the bus? Um, well, in the winter, um, in the it, in the winter it's tough, especially. You know, in the area in the south towns where I drove, um, it was a lot of hills. The winter was very tough, and, you know, those. if you notice now, the buses all have those chains underneath that automatically come out and spin. Okay. Traction. Back then, they didn't have that. Ah. Yeah, I would I would imagine the school bus in the winter. But, again, like I said, I, 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 I think of myself as a decent driver, but if I'm at all uh, distracted – uh, that changes, and I just can't imagine with a uh, school bus full of kids. But, Tim, it sounds like uh, you had a heck of a system down, and I appreciate the phone call. Oh, yeah. Hey, take care, Joe. I appreciate it. Thanks. That's Tim in Orchard Park opening a line for you. And, and like I said, it, it, it sounds like it, it's a mixture of the, the, 
the responsibilities of making sure everyone on the bus is behaving, right? Now with social distancing, making sure there's social distance and the lack of pay because you're not guaranteed. It is a part-time job, but as we're seeing, and maybe we'll see that here, um, some measures uh, introduced today in Chesterfield County to up the pay and also add bonuses, some bonus incentives for those to uh, to drive. And from what we've heard, Tim and Orchard Park had a good experience. We have Beth in Lancaster, who is trying to learn to drive the bus, right? She's in the training process. So we've heard from a, a few people that are familiar. John in Niagara Falls had a driven bus at one point, and John in Hamburg, uh, his father currently drives uh, a school bus. So it, it, it seems like... It's a mixture of things. Like I said, when you have four jobs to do, you've got to drive the bus. You've got to make sure everyone's behaving. You've got to know you have to make sure everyone's getting off at the right stop. And now with social distancing, four things to do. And then you also have to manage getting back to your car when the day's, oh, when the day's done. And that's something you have to do on your own time and your own money. Um, you know, it doesn't seem like the most attractive job. 803-0930. Tell me about your school bus experience, but also... What was the worst job you ever had? Let's go to Bud in Hamburg. Bud, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm all right, Bud. What was the worst job you ever had? A uh, hundred years ago, I went to school in Iowa, and one of the uh, kids from my dorm, uh, her father had one of the largest chicken farms in the state, and every uh, couple months or so, uh, they'd be looking for workers to come in and actually round up the young chicks and physically give each one of them um, their pox shot. You, what you do is you open up the wing, one person holds the chick, and another person has a vial with the pox vaccine, and it's almost like a kind of like a knitting needle with an eye, and you you dip it into the vaccine, and then. Uh, push it through the fleshy part of the wing. Um, but you, what you have to understand is these pens, and there was like 10 of them, each held about 10,000 chicks. And the smell that's generated um, from chickens, um, we'll leave it at that. If you can just imagine, um, like the garbage man uh, before me was talking about his <laughs> day, what the smell of 100,000 chicks Ooh can be like and you didn't have an n95 mask you had a you had a uh, bandana over your mouth um while you were doing the work so needless to say on a hot day with all those uh baby chicks running around it was kind of an uncomfortable situation yeah that doesn't sound good at all now let me ask you bud after working that job did you have uh, trouble eating chicken um no, you kind of kind of got back at them for for the pain they caused you for the for the couple hours each month that you'd have to work. Yeah, that that sounds yeah, I'm just I'm not one for, you know, having to touch the chickens and do all that and then the smell, like, you know, the smell when you drive by a farm. So, uh bud, I'm glad there are people like you though that will do those jobs so I can have my rotisserie chicken. There you go. All right, man, I appreciate the call. It's Bud in Hamburg opening a line for you. Yet, you know, I mean, if I had to, I'm sure I could do these jobs, right? If I had to, I'm sure I'd go 
work a chicken farm, if that was the job that I, that I, you know, that was there and I needed a job, I'm sure I could do it. Uh, but it would probably, yeah, go down as one of the worst jobs. Have I mentioned this completely off the subject, but Bud brought up chickens. My sister, um, my sister and her husband live in Amherst. Their neighbors have two pet chickens. Not, and they don't, they're, they're a vegetarian. So they don't eat, they don't eat chickens. They don't eat eggs. They're literally just two pet chickens running around their backyard. I have a video of it. I should post the video on my uh, Facebook and Twitter page, at the Joe Beamer. But I thought that was just kind of strange, but hey, it, it's kind of different as well. I mean, I think I'd rather have a pet chicken than a pet pig. You know, you see people walk around with their pet pig. I think I'd rather the pet chicken. I don't know. I'll stick with having a dog. I, I uh, You know, uh, a nice house pet. But a pet chicken, they run around the backyard. They have two houses for them. It's interesting to watch. I enjoy spectating. I'm not sure I'd like the uh, I'd like the chickens, but you know, a, a lot of good insight on the uh, the bus driver situation. And like I said, this is not just a Western New York thing. This is happening nationwide. And uh, hopefully, they are able to come up with something. If they need more drivers, maybe they can have those bonuses. Maybe they can up the pay. I also like Kyle's idea, and this might be very appealing if a bus company says. If you have a child that acts up twice, you can give them a one-week suspension from the bus, a two-week suspension from the bus. Uh, I think that's a great, a great incentive because now that child has to go home and tell their parents, I can't take the bus for two weeks. So now the parents will be inconvenienced, and I'm pretty sure after two weeks, I, I'm pretty sure after two weeks, uh, that kid is going to be probably one of the best behaved on the bus. I'll tell you, if it was me, and I was taking the bus to school, and I had to go home, which, let's be honest, it wasn't rare for me to go home and say I acted up, or, you know, I, wouldn't, I couldn't keep my mouth shut. I mean, that was pretty much on my report card under the, uh, the C's and D's. The comments were, you know, uh, Joe doesn't know when to shut up. The nice, the nice way of saying that. I don't know what the nice way was. I'm sure my parents could tell you what the nice way was, because they read it so often. But, you know... Having to, having to have my parents read that on a progress report, on a report card, on top of the not-so-flattering grades, especially in math and science, um, didn't go over well. Like, Joe, you're getting a D in math, and according to the teacher, you won't shut up. You know, So I'm not really contributing anything to the class. So I can, I can imagine if I was taking the bus to school and I came home and said, oh, mom and dad, you have to go to work late because you have to take me to school and you have to leave work early because you have to come pick me up, I'm pretty sure the punishment I would have gotten at home, I would not have acted up on the bus again. The paper airplanes would not have been thrown out the window. I'm just saying. So I think that's, uh, I think that's an idea, that if, these, if you have a problem getting drivers, and I'm sure one of the hesitations from those looking for a part-time job is, well, what about the kids that keep on acting up and I can't do anything about it? Oh, wait a minute, you can. Why don't you suspend them for a week or two? That is a great idea. And for all of those companies out there looking for drivers, I would say implement that right away. All right. Before I get out of here, we do have a few uh, a few good texts on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, 803-0930. Another thing they don't tell you as the bus driver is that once you get your CDL, you as a commercial driver are always responsible for inspecting the, con- the condition of your vehicle. 
you have to check oil and air leaks, brake condition, tire condition, lug nuts for tightness, light operation. If you get a ticket or an accident due to the lack of maintenance, responsibility is solely on the driver. So you add that to everything else we've mentioned for the last hour. I'm sure that also makes, makes those hesitant of jumping, it, jumping on and doing this. So there does seem to be things that they could change to make the job more attractive. And let's be honest, we need to get kids back to school. We need to have transportation to get kids back to school, get kids back in the classroom. We've talked about that for 18 months now. Well, one of those things is we're going to have, we need enough buses, enough bus drivers to get those kids to school. Right? We can't have kids staying home now because they have no transportation to school. So if to get those drivers, you need to raise the incentives, you need to say, yes, you can suspend that kid from the bus. You know what? You will not be responsible. We will have someone in-house check the bus, check the, um, the condition of the bus, or we will add that to time that you are paid for checking the condition of the bus. I think the more attractive thing would be hire some kind of in-house mechanic right, to check the bus at the end of the day, check every bus at the end of the day. Um, I think that would help. I think there's a lot of things we can do here, up the pay, have some kind of incentive, some kind of bonus system, um, and I think you'll be fine getting drivers there because, again, there's nothing more important than getting our children back into the schools. Well, BMAS will be back tomorrow because the show is called BMAS and Beamer. It will be BMAS and Beamer tomorrow. David Bellavia is next. Have a great Monday. We will talk to you tomorrow here on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.